Hello and welcome to Sobriety Elevated, the podcast that is committed to empowering you in your recovery and elevating your sobriety. Join us now for the next episode. We hope you create an incredible experience. Let's get the show started. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sobriety Elevated. You are here with both of your incredible co-hosts. And yes, it is tough to nail Kevin down these days because he is so busy. So welcome, Sir Kevin. My name is Jim. And today, thought we'd talk about trust in recovery, what it's like to rebuild the shattered trust that was not there in your addiction. Yeah, I like that. I think that that's perfect. And I am coming from beautiful Thibodeau, Louisiana, which I'm still here doing some uh, Hurricane Ida relief and cleanup. It looks like I'll be here. I've been here for several weeks and I'll be here probably for several more. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad we're able to, with the beauty of technology, I'm actually sitting in a parking lot with my laptop up using one of those little Wi-Fi things, you know, or whatever they're called. Yep. And, little um, Wi-Fi hotspots. Yeah. A little Wi-Fi yeah. hotspot. And, um, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. So I'm glad we can do this. And I think that the timing of talking about trust in recovery is absolutely perfect for me and rebuilding trust because you see in the type of business that I'm in and really any business you're in, any job you have, whatever trust is like the key to success. Yes. And I know that for me, um, you know, I've done this for many years and I did it for many years in active addiction. And for, um, for several years there, people really didn't trust me. And it was really hard right. to get things done and to do a lot of work. And now, because of that, I'm on the biggest projects, two of the biggest projects I've ever done. And that's because, and, I'm, and a lot of people are helping me, and that's because they trust me. They know that I'm an honorable man and I'm doing the right things. Yep, yep. So if you're listening to this and you're worried about what it takes to rebuild the trust, I know you can listen to a number of other episodes in the past that kind of relate to this, but rebuilding the trust is literally a day-by-day thing because in our recovery, so we're going to start, we're going to kind of back up and go into your active addiction. The active addiction begins when you fail to trust yourself. And when you fail to trust yourself, it creates a lot of inner pain and you literally need to numb that inner pain, which deepens your addiction. And the funny thing is, is the first time you used, it worked. The pain was gone. You actually felt nothing, which was, which, which you may have masked into thinking, wow, I feel air quotes good. But that really wasn't good. You were just numbed. And we as humans, when something works well, we just do it again and again and again. Yeah, I think a lot of times we really focus on like rebuilding trust with other people and things like that. I mean, we have to trust ourselves. Um, But a lot of times our addiction started when someone shattered our trust. You know, a lot of times one of the gateways is, you know, trauma and whether that's abuse or something. And I think that it's hard for us to trust people because we've been hurt. And so Mm -hmm. I think it takes a long time for us not only to build, to have people trust us, but for us to kind of learn to trust other people too. 
And that's, yes. that's been one of the beautiful things of recovery for me is, you know, I didn't trust anybody. I always thought somebody was out to get me maybe. And that just could be because of things that happened in my childhood and all that stuff and a lot of pain that was, was there. But over time, as I've learned to trust other people, it's, it's really helped me trust myself. And then I've been able get, to, uh, to, to get trust from others as well. I was going to say, because for me, it started with learning to trust yourself again. The recovery process, especially the first, I would say, three to six months, is cleaning out all of that old baggage and literally beginning the process of like accepting and loving yourself again. And as you get to the acceptance and love part, what naturally builds up that we don't talk much about is beginning to trust your choices, beginning to trust your decisions, beginning to trust your behaviors, even sometimes beginning to trust the thoughts that come into your head. That's that's really huge. And I think it's it's the first three or four months is important. But here I am, you know, almost two and a half years, and I'm still sometimes struggling with that. And uh, really being on this project is a good example. You know, I was a gambler and I gambled away a lot of money, spent a lot of money on drugs, alcohol and, and gambling and other things that weren't really good. But so anytime I have to make big financial decisions, sometimes I, I think it's like PTSD a little bit. I start to like question everything that I do or everything that I say. I need a lot of validation from people. And um, that's because I don't quite have that trust. But what I've noticed here, being further along and having developed that trust with myself, but also other people trusting my decisions, you know, I'm able to make, be more decisive and make quicker decisions because I trust myself. And that's literally what happens when you are multiple years into recovery, you develop a trust yourself. And I would also say knowing, like I know of the people around you, and we are going to still interview one of those people that was there on the day that you went to recovery. And in your recovery, you have gathered the people around you whom you've learned to trust also. And for some of those things, you literally depend upon them for their insight. And then you can use your gut instinct, which has been honed with two plus years of recovery to where all of the sudden you are deeply trusting again. Yeah, that, that's, that's really true. I, I can't remember in my life where I trusted people or trusted myself until I found recovery and sobriety. And it's, it's been, um, it's been really cool to see it develop. And it, it is, it's a, it takes a little bit of an effort and, it, and not really an effort. You just have to be conscious of it. And I'm very conscious of the fact that, um, you know, most people aren't out to get me, you know, no. and that was shocking for me. And, uh, and a lot of people matter are fact, out there to help me, you know, I was going to say, matter of fact, most people are there to support you. Most people want you to do good because if you do good, you will make sure they do good. I mean, as the owner of a business, when I used to be the general manager of a company that had 37 employees, literally they entrusted their livelihood in my ability to bring work in and to manage the work and to hire the managers that would literally make sure everything was profitable such that we could even grow more we could we could support more subcontractors we could do the things that needed to happen such that we you know all these 37 families got fed over the years 
Yeah. Tr- trust is a beautiful thing. And, you know, I've, I've said this maybe 20 times on the podcast, but um, my, my counselor in treatment said, remember, trust is honorable action over time. So trust. I love that. Yeah. Honorable action over time. So for me uh, in business, you know, obviously Rachel and me, you know, my wife, it, it's been a lot of time and now there's trust. That's a whole nother thing we could talk about. For instance, I'm here out of town for the last 26 days or whatever it is. It would be hard for her, but she's, she trusts me enough now because I've built that trust level where she's not worried about what I'm doing all the time. Yep. Yep. And that has to not only have you feel good, but that also has to have you like be more confident in your work. And as you're more confident in your work, she's more confident in everything else, which just makes life a lot easier. Yeah, it's, it's definitely much easier whenever you have those things to, to do. And if you're listening to this, you could journal. I mean, journal about trust. So quick little note if you're listening to this. Got a new puppy. And when I work, I have to create that new puppy. And I guess she has already gone through her Kong. So if you hear some kind of screeching in the background, that's just a new little puppy. Nobody's dying. Everything is okay. And that's why trust is so important, just because without it, I don't think that you can make really any decision or do anything. Exactly. Exactly. And trust is a learned process. Trust is very definitely a learned process. So if you're listening to this, where are you not trusting yourself? It might be good for you to journal. It might be good for you to talk to your counselor or therapist or coach. And see where trust lives in your life. Because the process of trust is a created thing. We get to say how it goes. We get to literally be the space that as you deepen your recovery and your sobriety gets stronger, you learn to trust yourself. You learn to be. Yeah. And I think a lot of times you can look at your life and you can kind of see where you're lacking in trust and just by the decisions you're making or the decisions you're not making. You know, I know for me, I I had a lot of times when I would just sit there and not make any decisions because I was scared of making the wrong one. And what's nice is because of the clarity that I have in my life, because of my sobriety and the recovery and the program that I work is now I can, I can just be more decisive because I'm, I'm more just, it's confident. It's, it's, it's a, it's hard to explain, but I think that the, it all linchpins on trust, trust in myself, trust in my fellows and other people around me, and just kind of sitting back and realizing that I have to trust that things are going to work out. Yeah. You know, I'm here on this project, and I have over 100 people working between the two projects. I have uh, four project managers. I have whatever, however many supervisors, all these different people. And there is so much work that needs to be done that if I tried to control everything and figure everything out and know every little detail that's going on, I would drive myself crazy. It's, it's just not even feasible. But what I have is I trust the people that I've put in the position to complete this work and to do the job correctly. And so, I, so it's different, but you can look at your whole life like this, where I sit back and I trust the people to do what they're supposed to do. And they're trusting me, like you said earlier, to make the right decisions, to get them the resources they need, and to just make sure that everything goes smooth and everybody's safe and all of that stuff. Another thing, if you're listening to this and you're not in recovery, but you're supporting someone in recovery, what can you do to build the trust up in yourself, not only in you, but also in them, 
It is a critical thing. It is an important thing. Trust is really a function of the human condition. Like you said earlier, Rachel trusts you fully and completely. And you trust her to make sure that your daughter is okay and everything is still going smooth at home. What I don't want people to think we're saying is if you have someone that's active in addiction or just fully sober, I don't say, oh, it's the key to their success is you start trusting them right away. I'm not saying that at all. Trust is something that's to be earned. I know like for me at the beginning, I had zero access to any money whatsoever when I first got sober because in the past, that's what I would use to buy drugs or to gamble, obviously. So it took time for me to kind of get those freedoms back. And it's the same thing. I mean, even it's really just everything. So if you're newly sober, understand that you have to do the right things and some things that stink to earn the trust. We've talked about it before. You know, I took a breathalyzer three times a day for one full year uh, until I was one full year sober just to, to ensure that, there, that I was earning the trust. I was doing the right thing. And that was annoying a lot of times, but that's what I had to do to build the trust. A lot of times I would have to check in, you know, share different locations and all these different things just to, to earn trust. And so if, if you're newly sober and, and you want to earn trust, realize that it's going to take some things that you're probably going to have to do that you don't like. But the more that you do them, the more freedom that you'll get and the more trust you'll earn. And like we say in so many other episodes, recovery is work. And the intention of this podcast is to look at every different facet of recovery. Today, we cover trust. And in the future, we're going to start bringing some people on, some guests who have different views, who have succeeded in a little bit different way, because our goal is for you to understand that recovery is a created process and you create your path. Just because Kevin's path has it working for him or just because Jim's path has it working for him, we get to take all of these different paths that are out there and we get to figure out which one works for us, which one is the is is the one for us that literally has us stay strong, has us build that trust, has us learn to like, accept, and love ourselves again. One of the beautiful things about recovery is like, it's so much more than just not drinking or using. You know, we talk about like sobriety and, you know, a lot of different paths work and get people to not drink or not use, but they're still not in recovery. You know, they're just not using or drinking. And that's when we talk about in this podcast, like trust is like an outlay of actual recovery. And for me, my, the program that I work is more than just staying sober. It's a program where I, you know, self-reflect on myself every single day. I take an inventory of what I'm doing. So then that way I can stay, you know, in, in re, stay recovered really. And I'm not reverting back to my old behaviors. And those are the things that have built uh, trust in me is, is owning my mistakes quickly. All these different things that I do every day that are so much deeper than just not drinking or doing drugs. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking Kevin is perfect, oh, listen to him. He oh. is the <laughs> ideal. Yeah, but some people may actually think that, right? He is the ideal way of recovery. Kevin is an imperfect human. And I've known this working with him and I've seen this. I'm an imperfect human. Each one of us, though, we have the ability to take an authentic look at ourselves. Where you trust in the world and where you don't trust in the world are two important ways for you to actually learn how to really create 
strong recovery through loving yourself, through accepting yourself, and through trusting yourself. Trust is is where it all starts, you know, and it's doing the right thing one day at a time for me that gets me that trust. And, you know, I, I again, I think we always talk about, like, how do we get people to trust us? But just as important as how are we going to trust other people? And I think it is a complete out, you know, outshoot of, like you said, where as we start to trust ourselves, we will start to trust other people more. And I think that we have to just sometimes acknowledge that there are reasons why we don't trust people. And so we can be careful about just trusting someone right away. You know, we can make sure that people earn that trust. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, it's, it's, uh, it's the same thing. You know, I, I pretty much trust people right away until they give me a reason not to. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, a lot of people have given me a reason not to, but just because they've screwed it up doesn't mean that everybody else uh, deserves to be treated that way too. It's, it's a, amazing. You know, I'm here. I, I'm so far away from home. My wife trusts me. I'm, I'm making calls to different vendors. They trust me. They know that I'm a guy that's going to pay my bills. I have employees that are here. Their families trust me because they know that they're going to make a living so that they can provide for them. I have so many different people. My customers here are trusting me. I mean, they're giving me access to these millions of dollars worth of things. There's just trust where three years ago, that trust just wasn't there. Right. And I got that trust, not overnight, not because all of a sudden the day I quit drinking, all of a sudden I was a trustworthy guy. No, because I've put in the work and I've done the right thing over and over again. And I've continued to stay sober and I haven't um, put those substances in my body that make me an untrustworthy person. You know, deep down, I am a trustworthy person. And whenever I allow myself to do the right thing and I'm not numbing myself and all those things, then I I do the right thing. And therefore I earn the trust. And as a coach, I'm going to say you earned that trust in yourself and then it radiated out to everybody. So if you're listening to this, be the trust in yourself and then allow other people find your path of creating trust in everyone. You've been listening to Sobriety Elevated. If you like what you hear, share this with a friend. If you know somebody that's thinking about getting sober, definitely share this with a friend. If somebody is struggling, our intention is to empower your recovery and strengthen your sobriety. I want to thank you for listening. I look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Thank you. We'll see you guys soon. Okay. Thank you.